Here's what's coming up on today's show. It's one thing to have the you know, logistics, the equipment, you know, the people, the promotion, whatever it is, but you got to be able to execute on these things, and people that say that they're going to do something have to be able to do it. When it comes to your finances, you don't want to be at a disadvantage. Tim Dyer can help. He's a wealth manager specializing in retirement planning and investment management, and he can be that financial coach that helps you achieve your goals in retirement. This is Retirement Power Play. Welcome in to the Retirement Power Play podcast. I'm Ben George with Tim Dyer. You got a good show, Tim. You know, we, we talk a lot about financial planning and get into, you know, your day-to-day, but yeah, an interesting little event that popped up here recently you're part of that I, I'm curious to learn more about because you told me NHL players were involved and mm-hmm. naval special warfare were involved. And you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's the connection? Well, look, it, 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 was a, it was a fantastic weekend. Um, it was a culmination of, you know, probably about a year's worth of work to get this done. But um, over the past weekend, we had about... Oh, 1,500 people come out and watch the uh, NHL alumni and the Warrior for Life Foundation, you know, people from those organizations, play a uh, a regulation ice hockey game against uh, 20 Naval Special Warfare players. And really what that is is uh, Navy SEALs here in San Diego that – have you know, have background playing hockey, and we raised some money for – the Warrior for Life Fund, which I'll talk about here in a second, but um, it, it was just a whirlwind, uh, and, and really everything went well. And I, when I thought about some of the things about the event, even along with the fun, there were some things that kind of translated over into what we do or what we talk about here, and I thought uh, it might be interesting to share some of those today. Yeah, there's all, everything in our daily life can apply to financial planning a lot of times. There's lessons to be learned everywhere we look, so curious to hear kind of what you took away from that event but i gotta ask were there any boston bruins in the mix yeah many many um what was really cool was the the warrior for life fund and i'll just give you the kind of the high level um you anybody's free to visit the website warriorforlifefund.org but um they are out of virginia beach and really the the crux of the story is uh, one of the captains, Navy SEALs, a gentleman by the name of Ryan Crowley, he had come back from, um, you know, many deployments, and he was he was in kind of a, tra- a little transitional phase um, in his life. And look, the thing about the military or and the Navy SEALs is they go in, you know, one way, and they come out different. And again, this isn't an easy topic necessarily, but whether it's mental or physical challenges, or in some cases, the ultimate sacrifice, there are um, you know a lot of a lot of things that um, that need to be dealt with. And Ryan, ha- he you know he was I, I think he grew up in Toledo, but he was a big Detroit Red Wings fan. Never played hockey, and I think in his you know late thirties, he just went went down to play it against sports or something and uh, bought hockey equipment. He went down to the rink and said, I want to learn how to play hockey. Hmm. And uh, he, through that, he was having some challenges of his own, you know, in a mental capacity and physical capacity. But he, uh, he just started to kind of heal himself. And there's something fraternal about the game of hockey. And those of us that are around it kind of know that. Um, something about sitting in a locker room with guys before a game, you know, kind of, 
going into battle, if you will, and, and competing. Um, there's a sense of camaraderie, teamwork, challenge, right? Skating on ice and a little two-inch puck, you know. Um, it's, it's difficult. But what he found is, you know, he was talking to his colleagues and saying, you know, I just I feel better. Like I feel like this is helping. It's therapeutic. I've got an outlet. And so Ryan ended up creating an uh, organization around that, and it got monikered for Warrior for Life Fund, um, or titled. And the program now gives an opportunity. It gives ice for people that are coming out of active and retired um, Naval Special Warfare. Uh, it gives them an opportunity to come out, whether they've played hockey or not, and, and try the sport have some fellowship, um, camaraderie, those types of things. So fast forward, uh, a colleague of mine who's associated with a big insurance company that sponsors the Bruins got exposed to uh, this, this particular you know, event. He was actually very – he's not a military guy, but he um, was very impacted by uh, a movie about the Navy SEALs. Um, Anyway, so he called the, you know, one of the heads of the Navy SEAL Foundation and said, listen, I, I need to get involved with this. So I'm tying it together because that actually created the introduction of the Boston Bruins and this hockey um, organization, right? Nice. This startup. So yeah. some of the Bruins alumni went down. A guy named Frank Simonetti is a good friend. He went down to... Um, Virginia Beach area and said, wow, this, this is like amazing what's happening down here. And it's, by the way, it's grown as well. They've got s sled hockey, um, which you may have seen uh, before, which has grown for people that have, you know, physical impairments, if you will, and they get a chance to play hockey. Um, so anyways, the, the Bruins got involved and now You've got the SEALs on the East Coast, and you've got the Navy SEALs out here on the West Coast, right? Their training is right here in Coronado. They said, hey, we, we need to get some exposure to this out there as well. And, you know, my friend said, hey, I know they got a call. And hmm. so, uh, you know, I met with them a while back, and we said, we're going to do an event out here, and some of the Boston Bruins are going to come out. We had Andrew Alberts, Kevin Millar, who, you know, played up until a year ago. Steve Hines, who's a well-known local Boston guy, played for the Bruins for a long time. Brian Allen played for the Ducks. A few other guys involved. And Frank Simonetti was here. So they came out and uh, matched up with the guys from the Virginia Beach location. Um, and uh, I got to be a part of it as well. It just it's, it was an amazing event. And uh, so anyways, that's, that's sort of the crux of of how this event came and let me just give you uh, there's some pictures that are up on the site and you know on instagram and things like that but the event this past weekend was to honor uh nick spihar and he okay. was a part of uh, navy seal team six i believe it was and they were killed in that chinook helicopter crash in afghanistan uh, uh april 6 2011 um i think it was the the largest loss of of Naval Special Warfare in American history. But um, Nick Bihar, who's a guy from Minnesota, his parents came out to the event. And so this, this particular game was a memorial for him. And we, we did a little dinner the night before from the people that were in for out, from out of town. 
We had uh, Nick's parents, Pat and Annette Spihar, uh, talk. I gave a little bit about um, you know what was happening in the San Diego community in hockey to sort of expand this initiative. And then Ryan and some of the guys from the Navy SEAL organization uh, spoke as well. And um, it, it was just, a, it, you know, it was very emotional, but um, it, was, uh, it, it was good to know that these guys that go out and do some of the most unthinkable things, um, you know, uh, physical, mentally demanding uh, activities, um, and they do it, obviously to protect us and to protect our freedom. And, you know, we know a lot of people, you know, know the story. This is the elite of the elite. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they need to know that they've got our back, but we've also got theirs, you know, when they come back and we're here to help, help them. And, um, and then you you couple that in with the NHL and the NHL, um, you know, they're the elite of the elite, right? And for those guys who get called in every direction, right, to do charity events and whatnot, for them to say, yeah, I'm going to, you know, use my money and get on a plane and come from the East Coast and support this or go down to Virginia um, and support that, it just shows, you know, how impactful it can be and how important it is. So, um, you know... I could go on and on and on. Um, it was it was an amazing game. Uh, again, I think I said at the top of the show there was about fifteen hundred people that made it out to the uh, local ice arena, nice. and we had a big uh, after game barbecue uh, where the players and the Navy SEALs uh, got together, um, and yeah, we all just got to interact, and it was a great event. We raised a, a good grip of money too. There was. Um, some really great donations that came through from the community uh, at the event and at that dinner the night before. Yeah, it sounds like an awesome event and obviously a very, very good cause, worthy cause. So I'm glad you were able to be a part of that and take and take part in it. Um, and of course, we want to take some lessons from that uh, event and and what you can apply maybe to what you do on the financial side. So I'm curious, kind of what you learned and and what uh, what your takeaways were. Yeah, well, the first thing is the the one that comes to mind is prepared, right? There was a lot that went into this, a lot of moving parts. It's a big event. Um, you know, you've got logistics, locations, you've got travel, you've got tight budgets. Um, you've also got uh, Navy SEALs that, have, that are active duty, that have their responsibilities, so lining, you know, some of the availability and timing. But these things weren't just sort of thrown around. I mean, I really <laughs> saw some amazing um feats pulled off for example um because these guys didn't leave any stone unturned whether it was the war guys at the warrior for life fund um naval special warfare whatever it is um so you know that was a big takeaway and we see that retirement like a lot of the issues that are surround retirement or wealth management financial planning etc is just being prepared Mm -hmm. it's being aware of the things that are that could potentially affect you that you're aware of and also learning about some of the things that you're not aware of, right? Um, things in the tax code, things in social security, Medicare. Um, this isn't stuff that people sort of hop out of bed and they're excited to you know, learn about, but they have a big impact. And um, if, if a couple of things go wrong, that could lead to a chain of events that, that maybe deteriorate the overall outcome. So again, I think, um, 
preparedness. Is that a word, Ben? Preparedness? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think it is. <laughs> um, but being, you know, being prepared was a big one. The next one, uh, as I think about it, is the ability to execute. So it's one thing to have the checklist. It's one thing to have the, you know, the logistics, the equipment, the, um, you know, the people, the promotion, whatever it is. But yeah. you got to be able to execute on these things. And people that say that they're going to do something have to be able to do it. Um, I remember being on a couple of Zoom calls leading up to it with some guys uh, that are pretty high up. <laughs> you know, hmm. I don't know how much I could say here before this podcast gets taken <laughs> down, but um, you know, in, in the decision making process on the the military side, and you know, they would be looking at me through a Zoom call, and it was almost like they were looking through my soul, and they'd be like, "Tim, you're responsible for this. Is there any reason why you can't get this done by this date?" And I'd be like. Uh, they're like, you either can or you can't. I'm like, yeah, no, I can for, for fear of death. You know? <laughs> but, um, but everybody knew, you know, the, yeah. the, you know, the, this, this was a fun event, but you could see too how, whether it was military activity or, um, you know, I, I guess to a certain degree retirement, you, if you say you're going to do something, you got to be able to do it. And as the stakes get higher, you have to be able to rely on your preparedness, your training and, you know, your experience to execute that. Um, one place I see that around the topic of the podcast is a lot of people design uh, an estate plan. Well, actually, too many people don't have an estate plan. But yeah. if they do, they, they don't what's called properly funded. So if you have a trust drawn up and they give you the packet with you know, the legalese and everything, um, you know, that's a good first step. But you have to go in there and you have to title your accounts and your beneficiaries and and uh, that's what they call funding it. You have to actually put the assets in the trust using one example. So um, th- th- making sure that you, know, you execute on that was a big one. Another one that kind of comes to mind here is experience, right? And I don't mean, yeah. I don't mean experience in the terms of like you've done something before. I mean experiencing something that's bigger than yourself, Right. I was talking with a colleague the other day and, you know, he says, oh, what is it about your business that that gets you fired up? Right. And it's 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 interacting with a lot of people. But really, one of the genesis or the pinnacle of of what drives me here is I love to elevate people. Right. Mm. That sounds like a little bit of virtue signaling. I get it. But I, I really love to get people to see or experience or do something that either they they'd never thought of. Uh, maybe they didn't think it was possible for them. Maybe they, you know, they thought it was too expensive, and we found a way to to do it. Because um, that's kind of how I've lived my life. You know, it's it's um, let's let's check off some boxes while we're here, right? I, I'm never going to be the guy that's got the the vacation home and you know say Hawaii, and we go there every year for two weeks and do to do. You know, it's like great. Let's see Hawaii, yeah. and then the next time let's go try Europe or you know, to use a vacation, <laughs> but. That's what reminded me about this experience is a year ago, I, I wouldn't have even thought about one of the local arenas being literally overflowing with people that were all, you know, sharing the same value or vision and, and um, you know, just overall uh, experience, if you will. Um, but it, it is possible. You got to sort of dream it up and then you got to do it. So um, when it comes to, you know, retirement or your future, you got to be able to you got to start thinking about 
what you want this movie of your life to look like. You know, what are the things that you actually want to do? Do you want to learn a language? Do you want to travel? Do you want to, you know, do you want to learn how to play drums? I mean, it, it could be anything, but it doesn't mean anything unless you get out there and you do some of the stuff. So yeah. um, that's a big value for me. And I, I saw how that resonated with, um, with the event that we had this, uh, this past weekend. That's really cool. That sounds like a pretty special event. Is that something that's going to happen again next year, or do they know yet? Yeah, so part of the um, West Coast, if you will, initiative is to get you know, the ice time, equipment, um, some of those things procured so that um, when the SEALs are back in town, they've got sort of a, an, a, a standard ice slot where they can come out and, and do some of those things. There's a lot of um, some of the other, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say medical but the tbi traumatic brain injury um, some of the mental health treatments and things like that some of that stuff's on the east coast but that'll be coming out here as well but the first part is just to let people know that this uh is here and um you know getting people involved in hockey whether they're new or not uh, and just sort of building up that community it's it's really grassroots you know yeah um but again, getting the NHL involved, and there were some guys from the uh, LA Kings and the uh, Anaheim Ducks that came down, uh, which was which was really cool. And you know, they were just as fired up to keep it rolling. And so during the year, the the Naval Special Warfare guys will have a place to play, but also there'll be bigger events and you know maybe other memorial games and things like that that draw some more awareness to the cause. Really cool. Really cool. We'll drop a link in the show notes if you want to learn more about the Warrior for Life Fund. We'll drop that there so you can click and learn a little bit more about what they do. I know they have a picture a, a picture from the ice with a bunch of uh, Rangers and, and Bruins in their header. So it's pretty yeah. fitting. Uh, pretty cool, though. But really cool to hear about that, uh, Tim, and glad you're, be, glad you're able to be a part of that and help us uh, shine a little bit of light on that. But more importantly, take away some, uh, some messages we can apply, hopefully, to our own lives and our own approach to our finances. So appreciate that as always. Any, uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, no. I mean, I, again, the tie in, uh, I think with, uh, with the retirement or whatnot is just, let's, let's think a little bit bigger and let's think about, uh, experiences. And it's so easy to get caught up in the day to day life of things that sometimes you got to just create that ripple effect where you just shake it up and you realize, ah, you know, that's, that's kind of what we're, we're here to do, you know? Yeah. So anyways, that's what I have to say about that. Love it. Well, if you want to talk to Tim, you can always get in touch over the phone at 858-459-3937. You can find all of our podcasts at retirementpowerplaypodcast.com. Then you can find more on Dyer Wealth at DyerWM.com. For Tim Dyer, I am Ben George. Thanks for your story, Tim, and uh, thank you for listening. Hope you have a good week. Take care. The commentary on this podcast reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Sage Capital Advisors, LLC, DBA Dire Wealth Management employees making such comment and should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Dire Wealth Management or performance returns of any Dire Wealth Management Investments client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. The opinions expressed in this podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referred for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. 
As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Dire Wealth Management provides advisory services through Sage Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Dire Wealth Management and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Dire Wealth Management unless a client service agreement is in place.